I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Oops Podcast. I'm Francis, and he's Julio. Julio, how are you today? Good to be back, baby. I feel nice and rejuvenated from a weekend of holidaying in an unprecedented fashion Mm, well that makes one of us (laughs) i went on a bender you did sure did you son of a bitch yeah a little four-day uh action-packed brain decomposing uh journey were you watching that fight the jake paul thing the charity fight yeah no i didn't watch it i watched the i I watched it after the fact only because everyone said it was so crazy and i'll tell you man that jake paul guy he's no joke I know he really landed a solid right well, on, on a poor know, Nate, nasty Nate. He and Logan are both clearly athletes. Right, they're in really good shape. I think they were gymnasts or wrestlers or something. Nate Robinson played college football. For those of you who don't know, we're talking about Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. fought each other in sort of a charity event. And the undercard, I'm sure everybody's seen it on the internet at this point. Lo- or Jake Paul, who's the brother of Logan Paul was fighting Nate Robinson, who's a former NBA player mm-hmm. and incredible athlete. I mean, he went, he's the only guy to ever win the slam dunk competition three times, and he's five foot nine. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, he's a good athlete. He's going to knock him out. He's a good athlete. I was hearing that all day. Yeah, but Nate, Nate Robinson's also like 38, maybe 40, and Logan Paul, Jake Paul's like 23. Mm-hmm. But Nate Robinson looked ripped, dude. He, looked he did. Incre- he looked great. He did, but dude, he's got a whole NBA career on his knees. Right. right, and, and also then, he just looked like he didn't know how to fucking box. Logan Paul, Jake Paul, and Logan Paul have been training as boxers. They've kind of moved in that direction, right? And they clearly do that all the time. These are guys are huge YouTube stars. Um, Logan got in trouble a couple of years ago. You may remember for taking a, a selfie or something in a in the suicide forest, forest in Japan, where people go to kill themselves, and everyone said, "Oh my God, how insensitive." And uh, I, for one, didn't really understand what all the fuss was about. But um, that's also why I got fired. So (laughs) clearly Logan Paul and I don't get it when it comes to death. (laughs) Logan Paul and I don't get it. That's right. Yeah, we don't get it. Um, You hit him up. You're like, hey, dude, we don't get it. Well, it's not like he was going through the forest and like touching the bodies and and being like, this is funny. Totally. He was like, guys, this is pretty heavy. This is crazy. <laughs> and he's a guy who travels for you, you, you know, YouTube, and that's a very unusual thing to see. Why would he know not to? I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't know why he would. Why would we expect him to turn it off there? Right. Right. You know. So. Anyway. Uh, you. You. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to say you had mentioned to me this weekend that you were excited to tell me about something. Yeah, I have a lot of stories to tell you. And I've been thinking about it. I was, I've been like psyched. I was going to follow up. Then I was like, ah, save it for the pod. Yeah, if you're coming into Oops to the Podcast, <laughs> this is your first episode that you're listening to, uh, prepare yourself because we have a lot to unpack. <laughs> um, I also know that Julio just did uh, our good friend Girls Gotta Eat, and, and maybe you're coming over from that. They are our friends. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, we love those two girls. That episode drops today, right? Yeah, that, well, y- yesterday. Monday, yesterday. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's a it's a doozy. Yeah. So so hopefully you heard that and enjoyed Julio, and now you're here for us. And I'll tell you something. Uh, I do love those girls, Ashley and Reina. They're they're I like those girls a lot. They're they're lovely. They really are lovely. Yeah. They're lovely ladies. I had a really good time doing that. And uh, you know they're very hands on, and they have great povs, and they're just good at podcasting, man. Yeah, they didn't have their hands on me, and we didn't do any pov stuff. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what kind of, of treatment you got. You son of a bitch. I don't know why I didn't qualify for the pov <laughs> hands on package. <laughs> I don't have to talk to them about that. Anyway. <laughs> Here's the deal. Um, we are moving. My girlfriend and I are moving, right? Mm-hmm. We know this. We are in the in the throes of moving. And we found our apartment. We're we're 90, we're not celebrating yet because we're waiting for board approval from the fucking whoever this meeting of I just in the building we're hoping to move to, I just pictured that there are like seven or eight elderly people who like live there who already gather on a once a month basis and have tea and shortbread cookies and then they look through like headshots of right. people coming in and be like do we like this young man oh he looks like he's gonna be noisy <laughs> and uh they like they pass or whatever so we're hoping for approval we, we think we'll get it um good luck and if we do that's where we're going to dumbo down under the manhattan bridge over overpass dumbo the dumbo neighborhood of brooklyn i was uh, hesitant to move back to Brooklyn, but the deal we got was so much better than anything that we couldn't couldn't ignore it. Yeah, congrats, man. So it's we're hope yeah we're hoping to move over there. You know who used to live in Dumbo? Who 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 made it cool for me was um, Mac Miller. Really, you're a big Mac Miller guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, Kevin. A lot of the Nets players live in Dumbo too. That's right. I That's that. right. And I told you guys on a previous episode that a Nets player was looking at the apartment that we ended up renting, and we were worried that he was going to oh, yeah. get it because. NBA players just pay the listing price with cash. Mm-hmm. They don't even try to barter it down. Uh, and I'm oh, sorry. Go the ahead. owner, though, we think, was not excited about the idea of having a young NBA star, a rowdy, cash heavy NBA player who was likely to entertain. Right. Um, <laughs> who is likely guests. to entertain guests. <laughs> That's fucking great. Whereas now we plan to, uh, to burn the place down <laughs> way more than any Nets guard. D- D'Angelo Russell was like all in my girlfriend's DMs. Come on. Not not current not current girlfriend. Previous girlfriend. And dude, I think she like asked for it. Like she would act like she didn't, but there's no way I be, I guarantee you she initiated that. Mm. She was sketchy like that. Wow. And she just like she had that thing about her where she like needed to flirt in every situation. Damn. And like there's I bet you they banged 100 percent Really? Yeah. I would put my money on that. She Huge. banged Quavo, I bet. And which they, you guys remember that story from early in the pod. Quavo. And, Quavo. Um, and D'Angelo Russell. And y- you know what's funny? I know that I'm over it because I no longer have anything against Quavo or D'Angelo Russell. Mm. That's how you know you've moved on from But you girl. know who you do have something against? <laughs> the girl. I don't like her. Yeah. I there mean, actually, go. we were going to be friends. We were going to be friends. And then she, like, fucked that up. But also mm. from an old episode. But whatever. If you're watching this episode on our youtube channel which you should subscribe to i just want to do a quick disclaimer the reason that i have discolored and yellowish hands is not because i'm currently suffering from jaundice (laughs) rather i was picking the stamen off of the lilies in our flower arrangement upstairs do you know what the stamen are i was just about to ask 
do you know on the little those little brown sort of chalky uh, buds uh, at the like end of inside a lily? The flower? And when it opens up, oh, in the stuff that those comes things out that you pick yeah. off, and if you don't pick them off, they often fall down and totally stain your couch or whatever. Interesting. But every time I do it, I stain my hands. Do you see how yellow my hands are? Your hands look do like look yellow and jaundice. Yeah. No. Jaundiced out, bro. This doesn't do that, Chris. This <laughs> cleans the hands. Doesn't stain them. Trust me, I know. Okay, All so right. you're moving. So. We're moving, and um, <laughs> we are uh, okay. So, so we, now, now we're in this phase of uh, of of needing to decorate the apartment, even though we don't even know if we have it, because mm-hmm. this new place. Is is a massive? Uh, it's so much bigger. Yeah. Our current apartment's one thousand eighty-eight square feet. This new one is going to be like eighteen hundred. It's fucking nuts. Which dude. is sick. We're pumped. That's a big come up. It is, but we don't have enough shit to like make it work. It's just going to look like an Airbnb. Yeah. Like, there's just it's nothing. It's going to look like a miniature person decorated the apartment. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. We have, we have, we have some things. And we've been very um, sort of uh, in- inventive about how, right now, here's an example. I have this incredible dining room table that I bought at an antique store in Brooklyn about seven years ago, whose legs, these sawhorses, are actually the base for that table. Interesting. And we use these sawhorses as the stands for our microphones for the podcast. Multi-purpose. But the table was too big for this apartment. So what we did is we just used the table as the headboard for our bed. Wow. Yeah, so we're kind of... HGTV show. There's shit, all right? kinds of... Yeah. That's crazy. All kinds of ways to, Look, to sort of make it work. But, yeah, but now that table will once again become a table because we finally have a big enough apartment to accommodate it. Got it. So we've got the table all set. We have... You know, some other things, but in this new apartment, there's going to be a, what's called a breakfast bar, you know, which is like a, the kitchen counter. Oh, yeah, yeah. A nice so little... we need some stools for that. How lovely. Now, I am from the school of thought of we can find stools out on the street that people are throwing away. Mm-hmm. Stools don't get bed bugs. Correct. As far as I know, like steel repurposed. Right. We don't there's have to worry n- about There's that. nothing. The bed bugs can't possibly go inside. They're not going to the... permeate. <laughs> <laughs> a stool as far as i know yeah yeah so you know i've been looking on the lookout for big piles of trash <laughs> to decorate our apartment you'd be amazed at how many like light fixtures and lamps get thrown out it's true chairs all kinds of stuff people are always and, throwing and in new york out. it's good in new shit. York, every 10 feet yeah people are just like have all the money not enough yeah. time to do anything just throw it on the fucking side they're not gonna they're, you know they've lived in a place for four or five years they're not gonna list it on facebook mar- facebook marketplace they don't care anymore right. so they're just discarding things one man's trash is another man's treasure i've been hunting for treasure my girlfriend not thrilled about this <laughs> so it's a it's a real um kind of push and pull of okay well if i give you this we're gonna have to get this and you know, like if we spend a lot of money on on this thing, you know, we're gonna have to save money on this thing. She wants a bed frame. Okay. She wants a bed frame. Because uh, right now, I bought a bed frame years ago on Amazon. It was the most basic iron bullshit structure. Uh, it was like a hundred and fifty bucks. 
mm-hmm. and I actually got the wrong size. Because we have a we have a king mattress, got it. Which, by the way, I also got for free. Awesome from doing like an Instagram post, which was really sick, sick, yeah. dude. And and more on that later, by the way. Cool. Um, but I accidentally bought a California king frame. So the California king frame is longer in the foot, but not as wide as the cal as the king mattress. So what ends up happening is, as we make the bed, we bang our shins. Because the covers come over the foot of the frame, you don't see that it's protruding beyond the mattress. You smack your shins. Major pain. Major pain. Not fun. So we need a new bed frame, uh, uh, whatever it's called. You know, and she, she's got her eye on this cushioned number. Oh, boy. One of these upholstered. I know exactly what you're talking about. They're all tall uh, and fucking yeah. padded. Yeah, you could have an eyes wide shut party on Damn, this thing. Yeah, dude. It's already sounding like you guys are preparing to have, like, the nicest apartment in America. Yeah, I think that's what she's got her <laughs> mind on, even though it's only a two-year lease, and God knows where we'll be after that. So I'm saying let's not set down our deepest, most expensive roots here. This is potentially a tertiary move. Who knows how long we'll be here? Right. Tertiary is not the right word. Um, there's a there's a different word. Uh, temporary is the word that I'm looking for, but there's an adjective, a synonym for that. Fuck me in the asshole. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, she wants the bed. The bed's expensive. I'm like, come on now. You know, if we're gonna do that, then we're gonna need street trash stools. For the breakfast bar. That's my that's my way of dealing. Mm-hmm. And uh she's you know, she's willing to come and meet me in the middle on some things like <laughs> that. Um but here's here are the other big expenses, right? So it's like moving is super expensive. It's now crazy. Yeah. I've moved seven, eight times in my ten years of living in New York City. Crazy. It's fucking crazy. It I, sucks. Yeah. I don't know why I've moved so many times. And every time I've added more shit to my life. The first time I moved, I moved in a cab. That's crazy. I moved in a taxi. That's the first crazy. move I did in New York. It was one of those big taxis, one of those sort of milk carton looking ones. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they have like the opening in the back, in the middle. It's super boxy. Yeah. You, you could put a person in a wheelchair. I know exactly in there. What you're talking yeah. About. yeah. Um, <laughs> and they have leg room. Like it's like a London taxi. Yeah. And they yeah. can put the, the back row of chairs into the floor. And and the guy who was like, I've actually moved four people this week. That's crazy. Everyone sees my cab. They're like, I'm going to move all my shit. That's hilarious. But I paid him like an extra 50 buck tip. Right. You know? Totally. And uh, and that was that. So from there, then it was like, okay, now I need a pickup truck and rented a pickup truck. And then the next time I was like, we need a moving man. And then I, had rent, then I hired movers. But, you know, the, the first movers I hired, I did half the move. I was like moving right. shit with them. I was right. part of the right, team. right, right. And it was always in July. What's the pay bump to get it so that you don't have to do shit? This is exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so there are what are called full service movers. Right. Where you can almost sit on an armchair that they will carry <laughs> into the new apartment <laughs> while you sip a latte and say, over there. You Be know? careful with that. Now. Um, I would say uh, it's hard for me fundamentally to get my mind around the idea of of being an absolutely passive member of of a move, right? Because I just that that feels like servants. It feels terrible, yeah. And and I'm not that guy. <laughs> but 
that said, I think we're going to have to move on a Tuesday based on how the leases are working out. Oh, man. And we just don't, like, we're in the middle of our jobs. We're in the middle of, you know, December is my girlfriend's busiest month at work. It's the end of their fiscal year, obviously. I have a ton of shit going on. I don't really have the time to, and I and I just don't want to. Like, I have enough money now where I got a quote from a full service mover. They come in, they pack up everything. Your underwear drawer, your furniture. It's crazy. Your dog, anything you want. They bring it to your new place. They unpack it for you. It's crazy. Uh, this place was $3,200. Everything we own. It's not that bad. It sounds like a lot, but put it in perspective. All of your shit. A move where we pack all of our stuff up and they just put it in their truck and then they bring it to the new place and we unpack it basically is like a thousand dollars. Right. Do you're telling me that for an extra two thousand two hundred dollars I can nap while grown <laughs> men do this for me? Game over. Absolutely. Right. Now Here's where it starts to get interesting. A lot <laughs> of these go. moving companies. How, how many ads have you seen around New York City for moving companies? Uh, quite a few. There's one every five feet. Every quite billboard. Every billboard. You know, schleppers, movers, uh, big box movers, big Apple movers. They all got these goofy yeah. cartoonish names. These guys are desperately battling for uh, marketing space. Market share. I consider myself a little bit of an influencer here and there. Oh, uh, here we go. I don't know if you guys saw the Kraken rum ad I did. <laughs> here we go. Kraken Black Spice Coffee Rum. So I am reaching out to my army of influencer friends ah. to see which moving companies are amenable to a little post for discount slash free moving. Oh baby! And I'm already getting, I'm already getting some some traction. You getting here. some bites? Yeah. Oh. Let's go. No, I, it's no secret. Ashley Hesseltine, our good pal from Girls Gotta Eat, she did her move and did did some posts, and uh, I think she got the whole thing for free. Crazy. So we'll see how much we can get that thirty three hundred down. Um, and and there's another thing. It's like if we can get that down, well, that enables me to buy the room and board armchair that I've got my eye on, the mm. recliner. Which was way out of our price range, but it didn't feel like it. Want to know why? Why? Because on Saturday, my girlfriend and I, I'll just say that I did this. Let's just say that I did this for the sake, <laughs> sake of her continued employment. Took hallucinogenic mushroom chocolates oh. and went and tested furniture at upscale furniture stores. Why is Francis the best at combining recreational drugs with adult activities? That is the most hilarious Francis thing. Let me tell you something, dude. Looking for apartments baked, going to look at mattresses, tripping balls. There, there is a, there is, it's a double-edged sword because the thing <laughs> is, none of the furniture is uncomfortable. <laughs> There's never a chair where you're like, I don't know. <laughs> Everything feels like a morphine bath. <laughs> like you are just sinking into a pool of fondue cheese <laughs> this couch this chair is embracing me it understands my problems it's whispering to me all of it doesn't matter how fucking modern doesn't matter what the lumbar support is like 
you could sit on a on a stool and it would be That's it great. would be fun. So That's hilarious. This is what we did I did. <laughs> and you know, the the problem is we started we started at Room and Board, which is which is really nice. What does um, that mean? Room and Board is the company. I got it, got it, got it. And we went to their whatever, their big shop and uh you know, we're testing everything out and it's all incredible. They've got these recliner chairs that are, I, they're like, they're like the type of chair that if we were suburban middle-class dads, uh, your we chair. would be like, that's my chair. That's my chair. Do dads have in their chairs? Yeah, it's, that's dad's chair. That's, dad's chair. You know, and Stay he, out of dad's chair. You have the fucking wooden thing that yeah, pops back. Yeah, we'd make it five minutes into the movie and we'd be dead asleep. <laughs> you know? It reminds, me, dude, it reminds me of one of my friends. He had this like little house and his dad would always be in his chair watching The Simpsons, smoking cigarettes, laughing his ass off. <laughs> just in his chair. Be like, <laughs> <laughs> Pointing at the TV. Yeah. Oh my God. So funny, man. So... So those recliners are, you know, are amazing. And the one we liked, $3,000. I mean, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's crazy. So it's like, you know, we're in there. We're testing them out. My girlfriend goes, should we do it? And I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? She's like, yes, technically I am. You know, we, we need to like, we, this is one of those things where we're like, we need to see where, where is that money going to come from? Like, where's, right. is that going to come from? the movers giving us a big discount for a post or can we reach out to room and board and right. have me do a post for them to get them to come down a little bit. And that's when I start DMing. Right. I, I saw that the room and board account followed a huge influencer comedian that I know. So I messaged Smart. my friend, Smart. that girl. And Smart. I was like, do you know these people? This is a total hail Mary, but like any chance you can get me. And she was like, send me the chair you want. So I'm waiting to Dude, hear from her. Fire. Look, Fire, I know that being an influencer, all that shit is is bullshit. Nobody wants to hear about it. But when you actually get discounts and you're saving real money, like, dude, of course I'm going to lean into that. I didn't fuck. ask for these followers. Dude, being part of the barter economy, there's nothing better than that. Totally. And also, I think the big difference is I don't think I'm entitled to it, right? If these people are like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not giving Whatever. you a free it's chair a Mary, for a picture on your Instagram. I'd be like, totally fair. I get you. Totally. I get you. But. I'm going to test the waters. I'm going to kick some tires before I pay full price. So let me ask you a question. So tape by taking mushrooms, just from knowing like mushroom chocolates, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty mild. I don't know yeah. how many you guys took or whatever, how many you took, but, uh, sometimes I notice that when I do that, I actually think much more clearly than I would have before. And that can be helpful, but it can also hurt because sometimes I realize I'm like, you don't need any of this shit mm -hmm. like that, that you run the risk of that. Yes. Did the wheels start turning because of the mushrooms in a way that they wouldn't have without them? Or did you feel pretty in control? Um, it's a great question. That that's a great question. I think that everything felt more comfortable, but it also definitely provided the perspective of knowing these what we're looking at is very expensive. Yeah. And this is not we can't make impulse purchases right now. Right. We're not buying anything today. We need to really do our research and make decisions uh, based on, as I said, how, how a lot of factors shake out, like the cost of the move, uh, the cost of other things. We need, we need to prioritize what we actually need right. and decide together what we should 
spend our money on like what matters the most to us dude totally and i i honestly think that this is one of, and i think now they have the like i'm not probably not saying this right i've only read this word psilobison is that correct it's like the element it's oh, like yeah. something from mushrooms i've been yeah. taking these like brain supplements which i highly recommend by the way they're great psilocybin psilocybin psilocybin, psilocybin. Yeah. yeah sorry to sit in solemn silence <laughs> sit in, in solemn silence psilocybin yeah. um all right so i said that completely Silly fucking brain. wrong but yeah. it's been the best thing that i've taken uh since i've stopped adderall so 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 but before we get into that i just want to say that like that's an interesting thing about mushrooms is that they give you this vulcan pragmatic heartless ability to like be rational mm. like there's been times when i've taken mushrooms and like i was dating somebody and she was sobbing about something and i kind of like very calmly just looked at her and then looked forward and in my head i was like she has no reason to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's another word for that, Julio. It's called being a sociopath. I know, but dude, that's what mushrooms do to me. They make fair me... <laughs> enough. They Jesus. remove empathy crazy from the equation. <laughs> yeah, they do. Truly, cold-hearted math. And it can be really Julio. helpful in some ways. And when it comes to your life specifically, like looking at your life in a way where it's like, what's best for me, and not attaching any emotion to it mm -hmm. can be helpful in some ways. Oh, totally. You know, totally. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Um, and, and I will say that, uh, I, I I'm not an avid, uh, mushroom taker. Me, I, I took I. them for the first time less than a year ago. Oh, first cool. time in my life. So I'm pretty new to this, but I will say that the, the vessel of the chocolate bar, having them baked in that way makes them much more, uh, friendly to me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't less daunting. Um, it's like taking, you know, edible cha marijuana chocolate or whatever. Yeah. Um, and dude, it's a while. It, like, I don't think that overusing them is a good idea. And no. like, I've, I told this story. I'll briefly remind everybody. I was hanging out this winter in the peak of the pandemic with my two friends who were tripping. And at the same exact time, they both essentially passed out. She went, I don't feel so good. He goes, neither do I. And he is a big dude. He just boom, right on Oof. the floor and started seizing dude Jesus so it scared the fuck out of me so i'll never do more than microdosing i think yeah not to bring down the mood no that's uh <laughs> there is something i think about the uh serotonin you know I, I i it's definitely a different thing than than weed yeah use, um, use it judiciously yeah i i i've done them three times now but what i will say is that i have uh, applied them to very different experiences Interesting. The first time I took them, I was with friends and I we played like board games, you know, like a role player games, which was cool. really fun. The next time we were out uh, in the woods, which is what everyone talks about, and we came upon a cow pasture and I ducked under the electric fence and went out with the cows. And that was really cool. Wow. Um, that's and just sort cool, of like dude. sat near them. And there's that's a cool, cool. I have a cool picture of it. Do you think uh, that's such a cool, like, imagine if you're like, I went and fucking started knocking them over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm glad that you're like, Francis is very respectful of nature. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be. You gotta be. Yeah. I like cows. So, and then this time, you know, we went furniture shopping at luxury furniture stores so in Manhattan. Funny, dude. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. 
It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. So we started, this is what I would say. You guys though. are a fun couple. We, we try to That's be. That's fun as fuck. Dude. We had, we didn't go anywhere for Thanksgiving. And so we had a four day staycation. Right. Where, you know, and it was what, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, four, four nights of just being here where the, where the city was very empty. Right. And I will say you end up drinking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. Cause you just think you're out doing things. You're like, you know what? We should, let's have a drink. Let's liquor up a bit. Let's have a drink. All these outdoor places. Let's go get a 14, $15 Manhattan. Let's get you a martini. And, and you feel cosmopolitan and everyone who's here is doing it. Mm. And it's awesome. It's a drink in town, man. You don't mind spending $80 on, totally. on two drinks each, whatever it is. You're having the time of your life. We, we had an absolute blast. Take food and alcohol out of the equation, and you realize very quickly there's not much to do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's only a few things you can do. Yeah, but the weather was also nice. I mean, we went out. We we went out. To, we drove out to to Bayonne, New Jersey. We we played tennis, and then we uh, we, we walked the golf course with the dog, uh, awesome. which was great. We we it was so empty on Thanksgiving Day that we sat down on the 17th green and just had like a picnic and some beers. No way, it's um, sick. with the dog. And it was it was gorgeous. It was like 65 degrees. Um, so we had such a, a nice time It's great, man. and I, this furniture expedition, wh what I will say, if you're going to recreate this as a couple, I would advise you to start with your lowest end store and then work your way up. Cause we went high end, then we went low end and then we went highest end. So we went from oh, room cool. and board to West Elm, I, w I won't say West Elm is low end, but West Elm, you get really good deals. We went on, I think it was Friday or Saturday, so it was like the Black Friday stuff. The place was mobbed. I'm sure, I'm sure. It was mobbed. And in the time of COVID, you're, sit you're waiting for someone to vacate a chair so that you can sit down in it. It felt a little, uh, I don't conveyor belt, kind of like, you know, just here more and more people you know you're do we really want this chair do we even want to sit in it after so many people have been sitting in it yada yada <laughs> right right Especially and now, yeah. and the stuff after going to room and board after going from room and board room and board is the type of furniture store where they'll make you a drink oh nice while they're like shepherding you around with an ipad and right. checking out swatches of leather <laughs> you know combinations yeah. for you to have and giving you different prices and so to go to room and board, excuse me, to go to West Elm after that was, was a step down. And I'm walking through there to your point going through there. I was like, fuck this place. This place sucks. <laughs> Look at these busted ass couches. That chaise is beat to shit. <laughs> you know, I was so cynical and right. so like superior and everyone's looking at me like I'm an asshole. And then we went to restoration hardware, which is the most expensive fancy place. Have you been to their store in the meatpacking district? Dude, I know nothing about any of this. All right. So I'm learning. This is you, good. You so got to go with your in. girlfriend there because that place is the store is something to behold. It's sick. There, It's it's kind of new. I think it, it, a year or two old. Um, You know, they used to be over in the Flatiron District on like 19th or 20th and 5th. And then they built this crazy 
five-story palace. Jesus, where is it exactly in meatpacking? Dead heart of it. Okay. Do you know where that Starbucks roastery, like the famous near Soho huge, House? Right near it. Okay. Right okay. near Soho House. Yeah. Um, and it kind of has a Soho Housey type vibe. It Got has it. a restaurant yeah, like the on the top floor. Right. And they like won't let you eat there unless you have a reservation. And you're like, your your restaurant that's part of the furniture store. The furniture store, really? They're like, and they're 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 kind of dickish about it. Who the fuck thought of that? Like, I feel like every big furniture place has a place to eat in it. Like, even Ikea yeah. does. And, like, ABC Kitchen. Isn't mm-hmm. that part of, like, a furniture store? ABC Cucina and ABC, uh, yeah, that they have two restaurants. Yeah. And, like, there's a furniture store attached it's to it, right? odd way to, it's yeah. It's such a weird model. I guess, like, you get all fucking burned out looking at furniture and you got to sit down and hit, hit the chow. It's that. And it's also, at, at least it used to be Restoration Hardware. They have this, they had a nice bar and they would, you know, you go up there and you'd have a glass of champagne and being a little boozed up loosens the purse strings right. a little. I mean, dude, the amount of times I have purchased trips while drunk is outrageous. <laughs> and the second I start drinking, I start planning crazy trips. And then I wake up and I'm like, yeah, it's a bad idea. So you purchase <laughs> trips while drinking. I trip and purchase couches <laughs> while tripping. Now, we didn't buy a couch. There's, there's some joke there. I couldn't figure it out. But chill with cows and buy couches. Yeah. Dude, this restoration hardware, every everything is massive there. Their couches seat like 16 people. And they the, the store is so big, every room, it's like IKEA in that they they stage it to be your living room. And there's, you know, there's a whole floor for outdoor furniture. There are there are so many beds. It's just huge. Yeah. And and by this point, we were I was a little tired of shopping for furniture. I also knew that everything at Restoration Hardware was out of our price range. Mm-hmm. So I didn't give a fuck. Right. And what that led to was me acting like a child where they have this <laughs> in the center of the, the store. There's like a an open space that goes all the way down to the first floor. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're basically on like a balcony all the way around and then the, and then the rooms surround it. And I was picking up round throw pillows and throwing chest passes to my girl <laughs> we were getting we were getting some bad looks from the ladies who worked there i was like look alive you know yeah, that's bang. great um just hitting her right between the numbers and uh just trying to get kicked out yeah that's basically what it was um but then dude we went to like on in the next day or two, you know sunday we actually drove over to the Restoration Hardware outlet store, which is in Studio City in, in um, sort of Sunset Park, Brooklyn. Oh, okay. And there are some spectacular deals there, but everything there is kind of busted up. Like a lot of the stuff it's has, like It feels like an outlet store. It sure does. I think a lot of the stuff they have there is like the stuff that they had on the floor in their thing and then people come through enough times and bang their elbows into it so you get stuff that has like cracks in it right and then it's 80 percent off right so dude another thing to consider about that is uh i used to work at calvin klein right like in in like the corporate building or whatever Mm -hmm. and i don't know if this is common knowledge or not but like the stuff that goes to the outlet stores it was never in a real store it was always intended to go to the outlet store and they call it off price Huh. It's a whole different thing. It's to kind of like harness a whole different kind of consumer. So I wonder if it's the same thing with furniture or not. That's a good question. 
Yeah. It's not like the defected stuff necessarily. It's literally intended to go to the outlet store. You can't get it other places. I wouldn't be Or to Marshalls, you know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case with the restoration hardware stuff. Uh, Having said that, because because one of the things they do is they list the price. They're like, uh, you know, this is the price in the flagship store. And then below that, they're like an hour price. Right, to, right. To, to show you how much exactly. you're getting and, it off. And the hour price is the only price that was ever intended to be. It, it's it's yeah. definitely possible. I, I, I yeah. wonder if it's different for furniture, but it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I was like, huh, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, then, there, then there's this whole market of people who... The, the problem with the outlet store is that you have to go in there right after they've gotten a new wave of stuff in right or they have the tired ass shit yeah and we went and all the stuff was tired um but if you go right when they've gotten a new wave a new replenishment of of stuff you can find some good stuff there are people whose jobs it is to go they know when this stuff is coming in and they go and they just buy it all up and then they bring it to their own like mismatched furniture store and sell it at a markup off it's kind of like retail antique shopping exactly interesting um so there's all kind the, the whole furniture world is crazy man yeah and outlets are fucking weird too dude yeah i mean we all remember shout out the shark dude the kid from my high school who just robbed the outlets blind oh my god that's um, right it's a crazy it's like guy. the wild west of shopping dude yeah fucking outlet stores all of this is to say that it was a little bit stressful um, facing down all these things that we, we you know, either need to purchase or, or are going to have to make. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that a, some big credit card bills are, are on the horizon yes. for me. Yes. And that's a shitty feeling. It's a terrible feeling. And dude, hearing this is like giving me anxiety a bit. But I, then every time I start to feel anxious, I remember that my girlfriend is completely fine with com- handling all of this granted i will obviously contribute money wise if this day ever comes for us um but i just like don't know about any of this stuff well and maybe i need to learn but here's the thing i the stress for me is not in in handling it i would actually rather be part of the process right. so that i can walk us back from Right. crazy purchases right, 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 right. and then just get hit with a venmo request that's like exorbitant hilarious and you're like where the hell did that come from <laughs> just giving her carte blanche yeah i'm i'm not in blank that checkbook yeah no i feel you um fortunately she and i m- line up in what we think we should spring for you know the stuff that matters to both of us it, it, we're in we're in sync on a lot of that got it um makes sense so well, yeah. what, what was your actual Thanksgiving like? Like, did you have a Thanksgiving themed meal? What was the deal with that? Dude, it's a great question. You know, we woke up Thursday morning. We went to Whole Foods to buy some kind of small turkey. Mm-hmm. And obviously they didn't have any turkey. Oh, really? Well, they, they everyone out? had pre-ordered it. There was a line for people who had special ordered their shit. We were late to the, you know, there was nothing just out on the shelves. So... We ended up buying a chicken. Oh, that's good. Another flightless bird. Poultry. And uh, a, a cousin, perhaps, to <laughs> the turkey. <laughs> and we, uh, we, we went, then we went to, to Bayonne and played, and played some golf and walked around. And then we had some drinks. 
And then we came back here and we went to a place called Dante. Oh yeah, that's like a fancy place. Right? West Village just had just had cocktails Fun. and got pretty lit. Good. And then we came home and like drunkenly cooked our way through oh that's fun dude some stuff you guys crushed it and you it guys was, crushed it was vacation. fun it was fun yeah goals goals with a z yeah but we didn't cook i mean it was like actually we did pretty well we cooked some brussels sprouts and um some sweet potato stuff and uh, for the most part it, it was a it was a thanksgiving meal with the chicken but you know you realize um how important the family element is to the thanksgiving no totally Totally, and we were we had a very quiet Thanksgiving and just ended up watching a movie or something. And right. Well, it's good that you guys still have made fun out of it. It was fun. Yeah, yeah it was fun. How was yours? We did like so. I was with, I was in uh, Long Island with friends. It's the first time I've ever not gone to be with my family, and it was like cool to change it up a little bit. But it started making me nostalgic about Thanksgiving in general and stuff. And I was like remembering, like when we were kids, my dad hated the leg of like any bird like mm. chicken he hated the leg turkey hated the leg so he kind of brainwashed us to like the leg <laughs> he goes who wants to be a troll <laughs> and we'd be like yeah we want to be a troll yeah and then we'd like take the fucking leg and and we just didn't realize that he hated the leg like that was all a ploy to get us <laughs> to not eat the breast <laughs> um <laughs> but we went i went for a really really long lunch in sag harbor long island at huh. this restaurant called Lulu's, which is kind of like a French brasserie style kind of place. And it was, they had like a Thanksgiving themed prefix thing. So we ordered like normal shit and Thanksgiving shit. And it was fun. It was like a nice little hot take on Thanksgiving. Um, the lunch ended up being really long and like sitting at a lunch table for four hours is like tiring. Sure is. It was tiring. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of like, listening to people's stories and stuff, but like, Sort of like an old-fashioned guy lunch kind of thing that mm -hmm. takes a really long time. It's European um, of you. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was lovely, but it was also a little exhausting. Um, but all in all, you know, the weekend was pretty chill, dude. You know, like you said, it was different. I didn't drink as much as you did, but I would have liked to have been. Mm -hmm. It would have been nice to have that occasion. Well, did you drink at that lunch? A little bit. I had a little bit of wine. I was going to say, the only way to get through a lunch like that is to just keep going yeah cocktail after cocktail and that's the thing i guess wine like puts me to sleep yeah but it wasn't it wasn't like a cocktail environment like you said it was like like the people that i was with are kind of like european and ordering cocktails is like not the move mm. like you get judged sure it also is what it's what i would have liked jacks to have done, up though. the price typically although wine wine's kind of there right there with i uh, also i was being treated deals. Oh, so that was the, it was nice. Well, that makes that four-hour lunch a little it more makes it, palatable. Yes, definitely, a little um, more digestible. And so it was with the people that I live with, who are kind of like I joke that they're my fake parents, mm -hmm. and like they're they're very successful people. So sometimes I go, ah, I love enjoying the wealth of my fake father. They say, oh, <laughs> say you that, you say, say that? Do you yeah. say it to them? Sort of. Like I say it to the <laughs> I say it to the kids who yeah. are like in the in their twenties. Uh -huh. And it's funny. I actually borrowed, uh the daughter's car she's in london and she mm -hmm. has a car that she never uses but it's like in queens it was a pain in the ass to get but it's like a fancy car mm -hmm. and i just was like driving around like acting like it was mine i was that's like oh, yeah, this is my car it's that's fun like, fuck, but whatever it was a good time <laughs> uh, but dude nice. yeah it was pretty chill i guess i don't know yeah dude i i think that's fine i think that's fine you know uh we we, we facetime with my family almost every day my sister is due to have a baby any second now 
Oh, dude, it's a very exciting. It is. It's also weird though because when she call she calls me, I see her phone, her name come up, and I think, oh crap, she has given. She's birth. tried everyone else. <laughs> Nobody's picking up. She's in labor, and I need to get on a plane right now to go oh, to Boston wow. to to be there. Crazy. Um, is but she in Boston, or is that just the, the she's hospital in Boston? She's Got it. And it's a ridiculous worry because she lives across the street from the hospital oh, that will deliver her baby and her husband is a doctor and there's all kinds of I mean, you're good yeah, yeah. um but, but still stressful yeah and exciting so any day now i i am excited to become an uncle for the first time dude hell yeah now i will say this i was talking to our friend shane gillis and uh shane doesn't like the fact that i'm much better than him at peloton um <laughs> he has a peloton he his sister does so oh, when he's it. home he uses it um and his scores are <laughs> pathetic uh part of the reason is Shots he, fired. He, he smokes a lot of cigarettes and treats his body like it's a garbage disposal um <laughs> or the proof is in the pudding the proof is in the pudding and i said to him well you know i was a a, a college lacrosse player and he was like yeah i played college sports too our college football team would would work to you guys and i was like yeah you would have beaten us at football but we would have beaten you guys at pelotoning are you kidding me absolutely so the Peloton team. He doesn't like that, you know, because we end up doing a lot of the same workouts and he doesn't like because so he ends up seeing my name on the score and he's he's legitimately getting half my numbers. Uh, so it pisses him <laughs> off. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, you know, drink less, Shane. So uh, uh, <laughs> no, but I was talking to him and um, he said to me, you know, because he's an uncle and he goes, it's great you know, you'd be the first time in your life that you, that you love someone more than yourself. And I don't know if that's going to be the case. <laughs> no, my own kid. Sure. But my niece, am I really going to love my niece more than me? I don't know. I, I'd be, we'll I'd be surprised. See, Would I take a bullet for my niece? I would take a bullet in the arm. You don't get to decide where the bullet's being taken. That's the problem with taking a bullet. Mm. It might hit you in the wrong spot and you're toast. Uh, I just don't know. <laughs> we'll have like, to not see. Not only would I not, I would use my niece as a shield <laughs> against the look, bullet. I'm not going to go that far, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, Look, let's put it this way. We'll, we'll know in a week. I'll, I'll get up once I meet my niece. I will come back and give you an updated report on whether or not I love her more than I love myself. And, uh, and maybe I'll have a really surprising answer about Dude, that. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, good luck, man. That's very exciting. Thank you. Yeah. yeah um, I, I thought of one more funny thing from Thanksgiving please. lunch that I want yeah. to add. So there was this guy at the lunch who's a good guy. Um, but he, is like a biotech venture capital guy. So mm -hmm. he loves to talk about like science. And a lot of the time, the things he will talk about are like death related. They're like a little morbid. Mm -hmm. And a couple of the people at lunch, particularly my one boy, he is the most squeamish person in the world. He can't handle, if you say blood, he goes, dude, mm -hmm. like he starts feeling like he's going to pass out <sighs> to the point where like we went to visit his grandfather in the hospital once. And he's like, so Papa, what's going on? And he's like, well, the gallbladder, and I just see my friend like curling up into a ball. Like, he can't handle any talk like that. So anyway, this guy is just keeps talking about this kind of shit at lunch, and it was pretty funny to watch everybody react. But one thing he said that was like pretty fucked up, and I was like, Jesus. He goes, 
I was like, what do you think about the vaccine and everything? He's like, well, he's like, it's going to take a while. He goes, but there are going to be more diseases. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he kind of looks at the table. He's like, because of global warming. And I thought this is like a really interesting fact, but he's like, because of global warming, he's like, animals are being moved out of their habitats, out of their habitats and thus closer to humans and are interacting in a way that is not normal. Mm-hmm. And because all these viruses are kind of like animal born, we're going to end up having more of this kind of shit. I was like, that is so gloomy. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that, you know, that See, sounds, sounds reasonable to me. I have no, you know, that's the sort of stuff that we're just not hearing about that much. And crazy shit. Yeah. Good that soups the podcast. Thank you for joining us on this post Thanksgiving uh, edition. We have had a blast. I'm Francis. He's Julio. Follow our YouTube. Follow our Instagram. Uh, leave a comment for us and subscribe and review the podcast that really helps it really does um we appreciate you and we will see you again on thursday